Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know what service I think I would pay for? Hmm. I think that I would pay for someone to come to our house and tell me what it smells like. Because you know everybody's house has a smell except... Except your own. But but your house, you, your house does have a smell, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't know it because it's your smell. Right. So sometimes, like, you walk into people's houses and it smells like, you know, like the, the like cooking. Like, maybe, like, it might smell more garlicky or more baked good or more whatever, but it smells... Some people, like, you can tell that they have pets. Some people, you can tell that they... Enjoy the Yankee Candle Company. I went to Chrissy's house last week, and her house doesn't smell like anything. I don't think. Then what if it smells exactly like ours? I don't know. My parents definitely have a smell to their house, and I don't smell it when I walk in the door, but I do smell it when Ellie comes home right. from spending the day at their house because she's with them once a week, and she smells exactly like them. But if we went over to their house right now, we wouldn't smell anything when we walked in the house. No. Remember, remember we had to move that upholstered chair for them? And it was the same thing. Like we put the chair in the car and we're like, oh my gosh, it smells like a parent's house. <laughs> but we never, it never occurred to us. Right. Like while we're at the house. So I think I would, I don't know how it would work. Like it would probably have to be like a scientist because they would have to come in take a sample of your, the air in your house and then like recreate it scientifically so they could give it to you like in a bottle form. So you could like smell it and have a perfume. Mm -hmm. Now here's my second question. When we move or when anyone moves, do, does the new house start to smell like Like, does that smell travel with the family? I think so. Right. So Mm -hmm. let's use your parents' house for for an example. If they moved somewhere else after a few months, would that place smell exactly like their current place smells now, which we can't smell unless we're moving a a couch or Ellie has been there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. We should have someone come to our house now. And then when we move, like two months into moving, have them, you know. Yeah. That's what I said. I or would, you know what we should do? Huh. For one day, we should have our dogs talk because our dogs have a better sense of smell than we do. And they could be like, yes, this smells like my house. No, that, this doesn't smell like my house. That right there, if I could go back to the beginning of time when animals were being invented, I would say, you know what, God, dogs for one day should be able to talk. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 
If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, April 4th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the equipment that allows you to get glasses and contact lenses. You know what I'm talking about? The number one, number two, mm-hmm. A or B, B or C, C or D. I want to know what they actually do when they're switching them and you can't tell a difference. I felt so empowered years ago when I finally answered, yeah, they look the same to me. I never realized that was an option. And there would be a tremendous amount of pressure when they're like seven or eight, seven or eight, seven, eight. Well, and and they look exactly the same. I was like, I don't know. And I would feel like in my head, the voice in my head is like, you got to pick one. And then I I said, I got to be honest with you. They're virtually identical. Like, I think they're both the same. And it was liberating. Yeah. I just, yeah, I need to know. I started doing that, but I always say a, but like by a hair. Yeah. A by like, just like a little bit. I feel like I need to qualify it. Sometimes they don't look better or worse. They just look different. Does that make sense? Like it's not like, because some of them you look into the thing and if you have perfect eyes, kudos to you and you've never had to do this, but like you look in the thing and you're like, okay, you choose this one or this one. And they both just look slightly different, but neither one of them looks noticeably better than the other one. Yeah. It's weird. Um, My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for sleeping in the weekend, this weekend, uh, this past weekend was was a typical weekend. The highlight, though, for me was going on Saturday afternoon, finally getting my um, eyeglass prescription updated, getting my contact lens prescription updated, and being able to see again. It was and so- by Jeff means finally he hasn't gotten an eye exam in two and a half years. Right, and I knew that my prescription had changed. I just didn't know. Well, actually, I take that back. It didn't it, it didn't change as much as I thought it would, but they did change my contact lens type, which has made a world of difference. And you essentially are wearing contact lens bifocals, right? The, well, they're the progressive things, but and they said that I should when I get my eyeglass new eyeglass lenses done, um, I should do the progressive lenses. But isn't that the same thing as bifocals? The contact lenses that I'm wearing are like, I get the way she describes like a bullseye, like concentric circles with like one ring is, 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 uh, distance. Then the other one is less strong for reading than the little one. That's so so cool. And apparently your brain adjusts, but all I know is I can see. Has it taken you any time to like adjust or so no headaches? No, no. It's, so I can, cool. I can just see again and I, uh, have, but I have not ordered the glasses and I asked her, I'm like, is that weird? Like having to look up or, or look down or whatever. Hmm. She said, she said it used to be like with bifocals. It definitely was, but like now it's not that big of a deal. So, yeah. um, I took Sadie to the vet this weekend because she, Sadie's a beagle, right? She just gets lumpy. We've talked about this before and there are some lumps that are can be cancerous and some that just aren't. Um, and she has one right now and we wanted to take her to the vet and just see what's going on because if it is cancerous and they don't remove it when it's small, cause it's on her leg, then it's really hard for them 
to remove it just because of where it is. Like there's not a lot of skin on your leg, right? Like it's a hard place to operate. So I took her into the vet. Now, Sadie, Jeff was told that Sadie was quite overweight, right? Um, in January when we were in there, it is now April. The, the, what is it like a PA, like the vet assistant or whatever? I think the vet technician. Yeah. Vet tech comes in and she's like, okay, so I see Sadie has gained more weight, which like, first of all, is not why I'm there. And also like, I know, and I get it. Like Sadie's a little bit husky and she, she's not husky. She is fat. She's fat. She's 10 pounds overweight. We, we have cut her after we got the diagnosis or whatever. We cut her off from, from. Ellie like snacks. Ellie snacks. Like she's no longer allowed to clean stuff off, clean stuff up off the floor. But she's also just skittish, and she doesn't like long walks. Like once we get more than ten minutes from the house, she starts panic, like turn, looking over her shoulder, like why haven't we turned around yet? Like, why haven't we turned around she, yet? She like scrapes the cement like where we walk, so she'll like scrape to get home. Like it's just really sad. I don't know. Like. Yes, our dog's health is important to us, but also like she gets anxious. So it's not as simple. Like she's not excited. Like Lily excited to go on a walk. Sadie, not so much. So it's a thing in our house, whatever. But the woman, so she was telling me that Sadie's overweight. I'm like, yeah, okay. So she's gained two pounds. So I get it. That is not good. Not why I'm there. Um, and she said, does she eat people food? And I was like, well, no, we try. And I made a joke because Ellie was with me at the vet. And I was like, you know, we try to keep her away from this one as much as possible. And I was like, <laughs> and she goes, well, I mean, you just don't have the dogs around when people are eating. I mean, our dogs are put away when we're eating and it's just not an option to have fat dogs in our house. And I was like. Okay, judgy. First of all, don't like the tone. Second of all, I just wanted to say in that moment, because this is like at the, like, I love our dogs so much, but I'm doing the best I can right now. And that's what I wanted to say to her. Like I was trying really hard not to take it personally. I don't know what her day had been up to, but like, great. I am so glad that your dogs don't gain weight in your home. Bravo for you. I'm doing the best I can right now. And I I was so judged. I was so irritated and trying not to take it personally. But, but what have we done every single day since that vet appointment? But that's not because I haven't, we haven't walked Sadie more because. We have. She shamed me though. She could have said, hey, how's Sadie's weight going and been nice about it. But saying, oh, well, it's just not an option but, in our house. Well, they, good for you. I'm glad that you don't have a toddler that sneaks around to try to feed your dogs. But they said, whenever her last appointment was, hey, she's got to lose five pounds or whatever it was, right? Yeah, now it's 10. Okay. So they must have said, if she's gained two, they must have said last time she has to lose eight pounds. Now she has to lose 10 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. When she said it last time, yeah, we cut off the people food. Yeah, we took her for a couple more walks. You know, but now that we got shamed, I hate to say it, but we have made a commitment and we have taken her every single day. We did that before too. 
for like the first two weeks. So I'm going to see if this lasts, but, um, I will say I, so Sadie has surgery in a couple weeks to have this removed. I am 1000% not the one taking her. Like you have to take <laughs> her and you have to take her to her next, next checkup because you know, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I thought I was making a funny joke. She did not find it funny at all. And then I got shamed. Do you know who Estelle Harris is? Yeah, of course I do. That if you don't, she was Estelle Costanza, George Costanza's mom on Seinfeld. Frank, didn't I used to talk about his hands? Who the hell did you ever mention his hands to? I mentioned his hands to plenty of people. You never mentioned it to me. Hand me an emery board. I always talk about your hands, how they're so soft and milky white. No, you never said milky white. I said milky white! That is one of my favorite TV couples. Uh, Jerry Stiller and Estelle Harris. Yes. George. Okay. You, she died over the weekend mm. in her, she was in her nineties and she is the star of one of my all time favorite radio stories. Really? When I worked in Tucson, Arizona for a show called the Mojo and Betsy show, this is the one that Callie always makes fun of me for because they called me omelet when I worked on the show. And I was the producer and I would go out and do all this, the stuff that had to be done. And there's a golf tournament going on in Tucson and Mojo and Betsy sent me to the resort during the morning show because the golf started at like 6.45 in the morning. It was Tucson. It got to be like 115 during the day. Was it like a celebrity golf tournament? Celebrity golf tournament. And I... So we're, so I'm there and we didn't realize it or whatever, but none of the celebrities were starting that day or had come in. So there wasn't really, so I'm in the lobby and I'm looking for famous people that I could say, Hey, do you want to talk to Mojo and Betsy and hand the phone to them type of thing? Mm -hmm. Couldn't really find anyone. So I did a couple call-ins with the radio show and then I'm standing out front and I see Estelle Harris standing out in front with, uh, her luggage, like she had just gotten dropped off and she was waiting for someone to take her luggage into her room. And I say to her, are you looking for help with your luggage? And she says in her Estelle Harris voice, uh, oh yes, thank you so much, thank you. And she goes in. She the, thought you were the bellboy. Yes, she goes into the hotel or to the hotel to go check in. So I take her luggage and I put it on a cart and then I look at the tag and it's got her name on it and a phone number because it's her luggage. So I call from my oversized old school 20 year ago cell phone. I call that phone number and I'm watching her in the lobby shift through her purse and she pulls out her equally large cell phone that's ringing and she's like, hello? in her Estelle Harris voice. And then I introduce myself is the guy from the Mojo and Betsy show in Tucson. And I ask her if she is ready to be picked up for her interview. And she has no idea what I'm talking about. And she asks who set it up. And the only person I could think of was Jerry Stiller from who's her TV husband Mm -hmm. in Seinfeld. Oh, It's worth noting that this story is taking place about a month before the last episode of Seinfeld ever is going to air. Oh my gosh. And she's like, Jerry set it up. 
And I said, yeah. And she's like, when are you going to pick me up? And I'm like, I'll be there in five minutes. And she says, I'll be out front. So I run to the South Park lot because I'm at this golf resort. I couldn't afford to pay valet, right? right? So I run. I get in my 15-year-old blue four-door Toyota Corolla that <laughs> smells like leftover Mexican food, you know, take out Mexican food. In the back, I bought this car used, and whoever owned it before me was a line dancer uh-huh. and had a sticker of two people line dancing. On the oh back, on the back window that they that got scraped off, but it was because of the sun in Arizona. It was like baked into the tint of the glass. So oh there's a God. silhouette of two line dancers on the back window. Smells like. Were you like embarrassed to have her in your car? You're like, oh my gosh, this like. No idea. Like I, celebrity. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. So I am panic calling Mojo and Betsy, and I'm like, you guys. Uh, got to go next door to the diner that's next door to the radio station. And you've got to do the show. Like you've got to be doing the show from that diner in 20 minutes. And they're like, what are you talking about? Why a diner? Because I panicked and told her that we were doing a live broadcast from a restaurant oh my and gosh. she was the star. And they're like, what are you talking? And I'm like, just get to the diner. So they scramble. They're back there. They get their engineers. They get all the equipment set up. They're running over to the diner. And I drive Estelle Harris in my Toyota Corolla from the golf resort in the foothills of Tucson, Arizona, to the Five and Diner restaurant that's next to the radio station. And she sat with us and co-hosted the last hour of the Mojo and Betsy show literally the month before Seinfeld went off the air. That is so cool. I wonder if Mojo pulled that audio for this week. I wonder if he's going to play it. That would be awesome. Well, he's not in Tucson anymore. He's in Detroit. I know, but you don't think he has old? (laughs) No. Like, you have old tapes and stuff like that of you. Uh, They went to the dumpster like five. They moved with me eight times because I'm like, oh, sometime I'm going to want this. And then I'm like, yeah. I bet he has it. Chuck, I guarantee you he doesn't. Oh. We've talked about stuff that. That's such a cool story. And how nice of her just to be like, oh, yeah, local radio. Totally. Okay. Well, no, she wasn't local radio. She thought Jerry Stiller set it up. I know. But still, like to not know and then not have people to be like, oh, no. And just be like, okay, let me drop my bags. Yeah. So anyways, sorry, um, Estelle Harris, for lying to you. Did you you tell her at the end of it? Never. I drove her back in my little Corolla. Actually, I think I bought, borrowed Mojo's car to drive her back. Did he have a nice car? Nicer than I did. <laughs> Didn't have a silhouette of line dancers baked into the sun, the tent in the back window from the sun. Jeff brought something to my attention last week that he thinks is so weird about me, and that is that I will not nap in our bed. I only think it's weird because you've you've been in need of a nap for the past couple of weeks, and. There's just so much noise in our living room. Like I'm downstairs, even if I have headphones on, like in the studio, like I'm still making noise. And then you have, you know, security dog who is alerting you to every Amazon person who's or UPS guy who's within two houses, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just noisy. And if, and if Ellie, and then Ellie's right above the living room. So when she wakes up from her nap and starts crying, if you're in the bedroom, you're insulated. But you know from all why that. I do that, right? I do not. It is because our bed, our bedroom is too comfortable for a nap. Yeah, I get that. I have perfected 
my sleep environment because I get up at 2.30 in the morning and I go to bed, especially during this time of year, like when the sun is still out. So I have to have like the perfect like setup to go to sleep and I have perfected it. I have amazing sheets. I have a weighted blanket. I have a noisemaker. I have a silk pillowcase and I have, I wear like an eye mask over my thing. So it's just too comfortable up there. Like I, I get into bed and I will attempt to nap for 30 minutes and it'll turn into an hour and a half long thing. And then I can't get out of bed because I'm too comfortable on the couch. It's still moderately comfortable, but it's also really bright in our living room. Like I can turn on white noise on my phone and like zone out, but then I don't have the whole comfort of the bed. So when it's time to wake up, I don't like fight myself to get out of bed. And at some point, like Ellie's going to get up from her nap. So her and I will be in the kitchen, like fixing a snack or whatever. So you'll. I'll be like up like, yeah, I will have to get up at some point. I just feel like beds are not for napping unless you don't have like an alarm going off. You know what now, I mean? Like I feel the opposite. I want to maximize my nap time. So I would want to get into bed to get as deep of sleep as possible. But I also don't like, I, I'm, I am not really like a snoozer. Like I just jump out of bed when the alarm goes off, which you don't. So no, I, I could, absolutely linger. I can understand that. This is a perfect tie in to cozy earth. Who's going to be an advertiser for the next couple of weeks on the upside. They are a personal luxury brand. They have sheets, they have, um, like bath stuff, like, uh, towels, bath stuff, towels, um, and stuff like that. They have PJs. When I tell you their bedding is the most comfortable bedding we have ever had. Jeff, you can attest to this. Yeah, it's, it, it is amazing. And they have like just go to sleep.callieandjeff.com. It'll take you over to their website. When trust us on the comfort level, but when you make an investment into cozy earth sheets, pay attention to the fact that they let you sleep on them for a hundred nights. If you don't <laughs> like them, you can return them and they'll give you your money back. And they have a 10-year guarantee. Yeah. So if your sheets pill, like that's how confident they are about the product. They're like, yeah, your sheets are going to be totally fine for 10 years. And if they're not, you send them back. So like no pilling. Like I know with some of our sheets before, like we've like ripped holes in them just because obviously like we're in our bed a lot. Um, and we've had nice sheets before. These are next level. It's so, so soft. And if you're a hot sleeper, like I am, they are great because they are temperature controlled. And yeah, we're really excited to partner with this company. We're going to be telling you a lot about them over the next couple of weeks. If you are ready to pull the trigger, go to sleep.callieandjeff.com. That's going to get you 40% off. That is the biggest discount you can find on the internet right now. Um, and again, that's sleep.callieandjeff.com and that will get you 40% off your order. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What do you call a short mother? You call her a minimum. 
are now a quarter of the way into 2022, and the big dent you wanted to make into your credit card debt is not as big as you hoped. That can be so frustrating. Our partners at Lightstream make the process super simple, and they can get you money as soon as you apply. Why is this important? Because your APR could be 20%, 30%, even higher on your credit cards. But Lightstream believes the people with great credit deserve a great rate. That's what they give you with loans that range from $5,000 to $100,000. And you roll all of your credit card payments into one low payment at a fixed rate that could be as low as 5.73% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. This is way lower than most credit cards. So if you have got a lot of credit card debt that has been bugging you, apply now and get a special interest rate discount with Lightstream and the Upside. Just go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. This is subject to credit approval. Rates range from 5.73% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions to apply and are often subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a teenager, and something I know for sure about mental health from my own journey is how helpful it is to have an expert alongside you. Dunn's board-certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment, and the best part is every Dunn practitioner is an ADHD specialist, so you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent away to handle it on your own. Their expert providers help you consistently through your journey and take extra time to get to know you and your medical history. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan, 100% personalized for you and only you. Membership to Dunn includes one-click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider, and is now available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD, and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with Dunn. Initial appointments are $199 normally, but as an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to dunn.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings on on your first appointment when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is, okay, have you heard spinach Florentine? Yeah. Okay. I don't exactly know what it is, but I do know I like have heard of the dish before. Um, Florence, Italy was the hometown of Catherine de Medici. She was a lover of spinach and she married the King of France in the 16th century. So spinach Florentine is like a nod to her. My second random thing. Wait, what's her, what's her name? Catherine de Medici. How is spinach Florentine? She's and- from Florence, Italy. Oh, okay. So, and do you even know what spinach Florentine is? I don't. That's not part of my random thing. My oh. random thing was that it is named after Catherine de Medici that is from Florence, Italy. So way to bust my first random thing. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah. I thought it was just. Isn't it like cream spinach maybe? I don't know. Uh, it's a recipe that is prepared in the style of the Italian region of Florence. Uh Spinach. Yeah, it's like onion, olive oil, egg, 
Romano cheese and garlic. Okay. Neat. So anyways, there you go. There's two for the price of one on that one. My second random thing is cream. Okay. If you're talking about making like whipped cream has to be below 50 degrees in order for it to whip properly. Yeah. Otherwise it turns into butter. I did not know this. Did you? Is your three random things just from like a random cookbook today? No, no, oh, it's okay. not. And the third one does it's not food related, but Got I know that was cool. Yeah. 50 degrees or less. Um, and my third random thing is, we by the way, Callie and I made our own butter once. And, um, if you've ever made your own butter, it's like a Mason jar thing. Like you put the butter, the cream and stuff in the Mason jar, and then you have to shake it just for the record. Um, you have to shake it for twice as long as you ever think you would have to shake it. for. Yeah. You're like, it's just not working. No, it is working. It just takes a really, it's <laughs> like, and you look really dumb because you have to shake it really hard. So you yeah. look like you're holding a shake weight. Right. Just to give you a visual. Um, and my third random thing is, all right, so a bubble bath, the foam bubbles on top of the water insulate the bath water. So they actually do keep your bath water warmer longer, which is a good reason to take a bubble bath. And those are my three random things. I think you win the award for the most random, random things so far this year. Yeah, it was that's, totally random, right? That's quite a, the assortment. You didn't like them? They're fine. Fine. Insulated um, bubble bath. Hello. I think that is life-changing information. I had last Friday a kind of a trust my gut moment that I'm so proud of because I so often ignore my gut instincts and I give people the benefit of the doubt to the point where I, I will, after the fact, go, I saw every sign. Right. I was asking questions about this um, service, this company that um, we would be able to use for our company, 1022. And I sent an email and said, hey, I want to know how this works. Like two or three days later, the company writes back, the representative, her name's Heidi. Heidi writes back and says, um, I, we, we, for what you're asking, it's probably not a, a fit. Uh, and here are all the reasons why. And it was clearly like a cut and paste answer mm -hmm. to which I respond with, thank you for the response, but I only could type two sentences in the little box. I'd love to hop on the phone and explain to you exactly what, how I'll be using it. Mm -hmm. And then, then we can talk about it because th that seems fair, right? Three or four days go by again. She writes back and she says, thank you so much for your response. My phone availability is, is, pretty scarce for the next 30 days. Uh, why don't you just tell me in this email what your plan is? And I just responded back and said, I have to be honest, because of the all the delays and how difficult you're making this for me to be a customer of yours, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't think we're going to be a good match. So no, I'm not going to do business with you. That's not that big of a deal, but for me it is. Oh, it would be a huge deal for me, too. Did she write you back? Yeah. She's like, thanks for your honesty. Good luck with your project. So she doesn't care. No, she doesn't care. But it's not that. It's normally I would, you know what I would do is I would almost get competitive. I would, it would almost be this thing like, I'm going to prove to you that we can work together, which is so weird. Because stuff like that never works out. Never. Never. And then what would happen is a year from now, I'd be trying to get them on the phone for something customer service and it would be terrible. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, I knew this was going to happen. But yeah, 
Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please visit CallieandJeff.com to find lots more Upside content and subscribe to Callie and Jeff's weekly email, The Pick Me Up. Three quick announcements. One, I just realized, Jeff, like just in this moment that we did not get back to the what would make our relationship 1% better. Oh, that's right. Question from Friday. We have to do that tomorrow. So we'll do that tomorrow. Number two is there is a third fertility episode with Dr. Libby up right now. Go check it out. It is about egg freezing. And Dr. Libby is actually someone who has frozen her own eggs. So go check that out if that's something you're interested in learning about. And we are having a spring cleaning merch sale. So we have a ton of items on our website marked down to like 10 bucks a piece. Um, We rarely ever do sales, but we're trying to like clear out the warehouse so we can order more stuff. So check it out. Go to CallieandJeff.com, click on the merch tab and grab your $10 merch. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Amber in Atlanta. Please excuse my voice. It's pollen related as I'm sure you guys are struggling too. Um, I'm calling about that. So another reason the pollen is so much worse in the South is because it never gets cold enough for plants to die off and then bloom again. So because a lot of our plants never really die through the winter, um, that's why we have more pollen. And then season or years like this year where we had a really mild winter, pollen's even worse than normal. So that's why it's so freaking bad right now. And I will pray for all of you, Georgians. Y'all have a good day. Bye. We are so proud to have BetterHelp as longtime sponsors of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We believe so much in mental health. One thing that we don't talk about too much is how mental health issues can manifest as physical symptoms. Headaches, teeth grinding, even digestive issues all can be indicators of stress. And don't forget, just procrastination, doom scrolling on your phone, not getting enough sleep, sleeping too much, under eating, overeating, all of these things could be your mental health showing themselves in physical form. And if you want to start to make a change in both of those areas, mental and physical health, talk to a professional. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and it's because of their partnership with The Upside, you can get 10% off your very first month. Go to betterhelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside and get 10% off your first month. Stop letting stress, anxiety, and tension dominate your physical and mental health. Start taking steps to get better today with BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash upside. I just wanted to thank you for the other big additional podcast. Um, the extra episodes, I always am real like suspicious and think, oh, that doesn't apply to me or I want to enjoy that. Every time I have just learned things and or been entertained, um, this most recent one, Kelly, about infertility was fabulous, absolutely fabulous. I learned things and I'm past the point of having any more children. And it was still so relatable, and it's something I think all women should listen to, quite frankly. But I want to thank you for that, because they were great, and y'all are great. Love you guys. 
and bye. Hey, Kathleen Jeff, it's Hannah. I was just listening to the April Fool's Day episode, and y'all were talking about how neither of you like Tuesdays, and you're just like, you can't in your flow on Tuesday, and it's just not a great day of the week. I just want to let you know there's a speaker and author named Annie Downs, um, and she coined the phrase, Tuesday, you ain't cute. Um, And I think that's really great. So, you know, maybe just incorporate that in your life, and when Tuesdays are kind of sucky, just, you know, Tuesday, you ain't cute, and move right on. So, Anyway, hope you guys have a great weekend and hope this coming up Tuesday is not so bad. Bye. I understand your Callie's position on she just doesn't care about the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock thing. But the issue that's kind of like lurking behind it is toxic relationships. And, you know, Jada has openly had affairs. She openly kind of criticizes and talks about Will Smith on her show, um, and a lot of people are coming to, like, a conclusion that Will Smith is just, like, beaten down, and he's worn down, and that was an, an overreaction of, like, what's going on within within him and his relationship, and, you know, there's a lot of things coming around now about, like, this is what a toxic woman does to a man, because this was so uncharacteristic of Will Smith. So um, that's what I think is most interesting. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting follow. All right. Bye, guys. For a few weeks, we were going to Waffle House, like, every single Saturday because my two-year-old is obsessed with Waffle House. He loves waffles, and so we were like, hey, we'll take him to Waffle House. And now he's like, what a house, what a house. And he literally knows when we drive by it. He asks if we can go. Um, they give them a hat. And then you bring the hat back the next time and you get a free waffle. So that's super fun. Um, The only thing is, like, if you go to busy time and there's a wait, like, you know, there's really not a lot of space there. And so that's the only thing. Just, like, plan your timing well so you don't have to wait for a table. Um, It's so fun. Take videos. Take lots of pictures because she will love it. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh, off? You feel angry? Yes, this good. too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you yeah, and yeah. Uh, there you are? Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. pass. Ooh, good. Time is your ally, and if nothing else, just wait. Just oh. wait it out.